And now for something completely machinima. Welcome to And Now for Something Completely Machinima. Uh, with that crazy slowdown uh, team start. Thanks for that, uh, Ricky, Phil. Um, we're here with Ben Grusey, um, our podcast's resident machinima historian. Uh, and uh, this month we're uh, with July and... Um, uh, Ben's got some great stories for us. Uh, hey, Ben, welcome to the show. Welcome again. The music definitely suits the vibe for this month because there's a lot of hard-hitting events that happen in July. So it's very good that we start with some thump pounding and, and shake <laughs> things up a bit from great. the 1950s to the modern uh, chaos. Yes, indeed. Well, listen, over to you. Uh, I'll look forward to hearing what you've got to say on this month. All right, so first things first, we make some very big strides in a lot of different areas. So we're gonna start with, um, in July of 2004, uh, Volvo actually reaches out to the Game On project, video project, and they're looking for uh, Unreal Tournament 2004 level creators to produce one of the very first TV commercials for their automobiles. Um, so that was very notable. It was actually, the video was released uh, as part of the, it was actually shown at the 2005 uh, Machinima Film Festival, which we'll note here in our history lesson, uh, but that's one notable. The other notable is that Entertainment Weekly, for the first time, uh, does a cover story, well, not a cover story, but a very good article that covers uh, the Ill Clan and Strange Company and about Machinima in general. Uh, that was actually in July of 2001. And then uh, another notable is that Finally, as you know, in as we noted in June, that actually a year later, uh, the Hill Clan announces that Hardly Working is finally done and getting prepped for release. This was in July of 1999. Uh, another Paul Marino special was done in July of 2005. He teamed up with Rooster Teeth Productions, and they did a project called the Strangerhood Studios, which at the time was promoting the IFC, the Independent Film Channel, with six mini episodes of the life of an independent filmmaker, sort of. It kind of has their strangerhood spice to it to make things a little wacky and funky. Mm -hmm. Also, one of the big groundbreakers is that in July of 2004, uh, New York-based summer tech camps, they are a, a technological camp that does a lot with computers and kids. And one of the things they announced for that year was that they were gonna do, they filmed a machinima course that was a six week course to teach the kids how to do machinima and make films with it. Uh, they actually had a film festival at the end of the, the course where they could show their family and friends what they were up to for six weeks, that they had something to say that I didn't waste my time, you know, playing games all day that I actually produced something that you will be very impressed and happy with. Another notable thing as well is that Randall Glass, which we mentioned for last month, he, in the year 2005, in July, he released a very good um, reenactment of A Few Good G-Men, which is a play on The Few Good uh, Men, which is that very popular courtroom scene with uh, Jack Nicholson and Tom Cruise, and they're standing off each other. This was artly, artfully done in Half-Life 2 using the lip syncing and everything else to boot. It was a very well done production and like mm -hmm. with Warthog Jump was very, you know, popular for just 
reenacting a very popular scene and it really made it grounded by just showing it in a gaming environment. You can't handle the truth. Well, luckily I am the truth, so I can handle it pretty well. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Carry on. <laughs> so another notable as well is that, believe it or not, it feels like it was just yesterday, but it's been open for a lot longer than that, is that the Internet Archive had opened its Machinimus collection to the public. That is the form where Machinima productions live on in infamy. Definitely need some updating. I need to get back to work on that because mm -hmm. that's part of my job being yep. a historian. Mm -hmm. um, but that was in July of 2004. So it's been, oh gosh, uh, let's see, 16 years, almost 17 years. Yeah. Or yeah. old. Um, so another notable as well is that um, Artery Machinima, that was the TV show that Hugh Hancock and Strange Company, they did with a group of other uh, Quake 2 and the Ill Clan uh, and a lot of notables in the Machinima community. Uh, the Quake community, where they discussed what Machinima was and where Hugh Hancock was trying to explain what it was. He was trying to show where it was and what his future ambition was, you know, and so forth. It was a very well done 20 minute uh, show that really showed off a lot of the notable people in the Machinima community at that time. Mm -hmm. And that was in 2005, I believe. Mm -hmm. No, actually, it was 2003. I stand mm -hmm. correct. It was 2003. Um, Another notable was that there was, this was before YouTube, shockingly enough, but there was a website called um, Red versus Blue Halo. Um, it was an all 24 hours, seven days a week, uh, was playing all Red versus Blue and Halo Machinima and clan matches with commentary. So before YouTube became prominent, Someone was actually, you know, feeding everyone all things Halo on a website with a video stream for everyone to just consume if they had nothing else to do that day or just wanted some background noise to keep your uh, creative juices going. Um, some more notables as well is that um, Strange Company announced Bloodspell, again, as we noted in last month's uh, feature that, you know, Neverwinter Nights was released. This is the backbone, that game was the backbone for Bloodspell. Uh, and this is when it first, it's light of day of being announced, which was in July of 2004. Mm -hmm. The biggest thing that's coincidentally same day is that uh, word had got out that Steven Spielberg in 2001, July of 2001, was using a customized version of Unreal Tournament that Industrial Light and Magic made for him when he was sc scoping out uh, the virtual world of the movie that he was working at the time, which was artificial intelligence, that it was the very first notable use of virtual production in a commercial professional sense. And this, pre you know, preludes the Mandalorian with the virtual production and the video wall. So this is the very first taste of professionalism when it comes to machinima development, but it was a really surprise. Tying into that, the same day Epic announced there's their integrated tool with Unreal, which is called Matinee. Mm -hmm. um, so that was a game changer in itself because that was the very first dedicated tool to cinematics that Epic created for people to create cinematics. They showed it off with the Unreal Tournament 2004 introduction and how you're able to do stuff. And again, Matinee was also how it enabled the, the creations of things during the $1 million Make Something Unreal contest that we talked about last month as well. 
Um, another notable as well is that in July of 2002, the Machinima Film Festival that we noted that was going to be held at QuakeCon in 2002 also was being sponsored by NVIDIA, which, as you know from recent news, they're the ones that are doing the Omniverse Machinima tool. Mm -hmm. So even way back when, you know, 19, almost 19 years ago, that um, they were still tipping their toes into to video games and content creation even back then while sponsoring the festival, which was awesome. Also, a very notable uh, thing from a publication standpoint is that the New York Times published a very big article that covered both Hugh Hancock and Paul Marino and Machinima as a whole and how they got into the, to the community and whatnot. So it was a very juicy, very beefy article that just covers as best they can in that short time in 2002, what Machinima impact that was happening in the background from the mainstream of stuff. The other thing that had happened too is that for the first time, the Ill Clan was invited to Lincoln Center they're invited along with Paul Marino to the New York Film Video Festival that was held at Lincoln Center. And this was in July of 2003. And it was was the first, but definitely not the last because Lincoln Center has been kind of like the home away from home for the Rooster Teeth guys for their, their season premieres of, you know, Red versus Blue. So that's the beginning of the, the insanity of Red versus Blue and Rooster Teeth. The last three things that we have on our list is the or four actually, is that in July of 2002, world-renowned uh, science fiction writer Charlie Strauss wrote in his Charlie's Diary, he had a very interesting quote that's quoted as saying, Machinima will be the shark of the movie world that could be Hollywood's unseen killer, end quote. So I don't know if that really occurred, but that's definitely some motivation for people in the community to say, bare your teeth, we're gonna be chomping on some heavy hitters if we're lucky. But, you know, different things happen instead. So at least that was, again, a motivator for people to to really enjoy to say that we could be an unseen killer. <laughs> well, there were lots of comments of a similar ilk around that sort of time, weren't there? Mm -hmm. And the last two items on my history list for this is the um, Strange Company, Hughes Company, developed one of the very first that I'm aware of, of training videos for corporate uh, training videos and their approach was to use the half-life one engine and make it a matrix parody where it involved trinity breaking into a computer system while the world is exploding around her and that she's able to run out the run out after doing her thing like she did in the movie and jump through a closing door and that's it unfortunately there's no context to it because the material that he was probably using it for we don't have it, so it kind of just a neat action piece. But for the most part, it it you know, holds up considering it's you know almost 18 years now since that was released. And finally, this is a very interesting note. Um, there was a user back in July of 2005 that um, she goes at the time she was going by Amanda J3162, and what she was doing was on just a whim she was just trying things out and. Uh, a colleague of hers, she took his Halo footage that he was doing, and she was working in The Sims 2 at the time, and she kind of used a green, green screen technique and was able to blend the two together. Not perfectly, again, it was rudimentary, but it was the very first time noted as a virtual green screening 
and she actually created a short where it was basically entitled quote unquote you're fired it was basically you know halo a halo marine talking to a sim the sim was just bouncing around just ignoring and just talking and not paying any attention so the spartan warrior gets so upset he just says he throws out his he shoots out his flamethrower and says you're fired and it was so pop it was so out of the blue that um I actually posted it on machinemedit.com at the time, and it had gotten the attention of one of the biggest fan sites of Halo, which was halo.bungie.org by Lewis Wu. And Lewis Wu found it and thought it just tickled him so much that he actually wrote a post about it on halo.bungie.org that, that, you know, Amanda really was shocked that actually anyone would really think it was that worth that much. But it was just such a groundbreaker that someone had done it you know, at that time that it needed to be notable because it was just such, it allowed people not to be stuck in their single environment, you know, Quake and, and Halo, you could kind of take two different mediums and smush them together and create something, you know, different because you could take the two environments and, and just stack them on top of each other. And we've never looked back since. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben, thank you so much. That's a, a another packed month of yep. amazing um facts and uh tips from from history again we'll we'll um include the links that we can for the uh the content that ben has mentioned in yeah. our show notes and ben we'll look forward to talking to you uh next month thank you very much you're welcome